0: let's go hey everybody it's episode 518 of nintendo switchcraft we've got june direct rumors and not the kind that you want to hear summer game fest and i think that nintendo should copy a streets of rage feature that is actually a nintendo feature those stories and more on this episode of nintendo switchcraft everybody, Welcome back to Switchcraft every Monday, Wednesday, and Friday over at my uh, Twitch channel, twitch.tv slash run jump stomp. I bring you all of the Nintendo news live. If you haven't already headed over, I don't know if headed is the right word, but if you haven't already gone to the website, twitch.tv slash run jump stomp, please take a moment out of your day and do so. Hit that follow button so that you can be notified every time that I do a new stream. Uh, again, that's twitch.tv slash run jump stomp. This episode of SwitchCraft is made possible by patrons like you. If you want all of my content, including Nintendo SwitchCraft, 143 pixels, Stadia Cast, uh, Run, Jump, Stomp, actually anything that I make without any ads in it, then that's where you want to go. You want to go to patreon.com slash runjumpstomp, and for as little as a buck a month, you can get access to all of that stuff. Let's get started with the news. You know, before we get to the big news, and, and there is big news today, but before we get to the big news, I just got to make a plea. Uh, I got to make a plea out there to all of the people who don't come to the live shows. You're missing out. My my wife just like played a trick on chat and then she wanted to do another trick on chat and it was hilarious. So make sure that you're here to, So because none of that stuff ends up in the podcast. It's all on the cutting cutting room floor and you don't get to see any of it. That being said, if you haven't joined the Discord yet, we've got a Discord, runjumpstomp.com slash Discord, and in there, there is a Clips slash Highlights channel, and people just clipped out some of those items and, and put them in the, the Clips and Highlights channel. Anyway, let's get started. We've got some Nintendo news to talk about, and it's sad, Nintendo news. It is uh, There's rumors This is coming to us from VentureBeat. There are rumors that we will not get a Nintendo Direct in June, which has been a staple of June since, I believe, 2013. We might not get a Nintendo Direct in June. And why? Well, of course, COVID-19. It's gumming up the works. It's slowing everything down. Now, of course, it's causing bigger problems out there than that. At the end of the day, are, are should we be upset? And and honestly, there are people out there who are upset about this. And if you are one of those people Excuse me, I had a hiccup. If you are one of those people, I, I just I I plead with you to re examine your life if you are super angry that we may not get a Nintendo Direct in June. Because there are more important things in the world. But that being said. It looks like there's a possibility according to VentureBeat that we're not going to be getting a Nintendo Direct in June. And we've gotten one every year since two, uh, 2013. And a lot of people, myself included, very much look forward to Nintendo Directs. When E3 first got canceled, you know, I I said, "Well, Nintendo can still do their digital their digital thing because they do that every year." And Nintendo can can do a digital treehouse. I asked, I think I did a Twitter poll at some point, and I said, uh, do you think Nintendo could do a digital treehouse event where they are showing off their games? And, you know, a lot of people said, yeah, they could do that. And a lot of people said that they would watch it. And now it seems like we're not going to get a Nintendo Direct or a Nintendo treehouse in June. And of course, it's because of COVID-19. Look, there's a whole lot of things that are going to get delayed, and this is just one of them. And I, I just, I hope that there aren't anybody out there, that was a bad sentence, but I hope there's not anyone out there um, that are, you know, sending angry messages at Nintendo because that is not going to get anything done. What I would hope, I, okay, so what's the reason? Okay, COVID-19 is the reason, but let's let's be a little more... Let's think about this a little more. Because it's a digital event, it's not like anybody ever gets up on a stage. However, usually they have somebody like, uh, you know, Doug Bowser or Mr. Koizumi or, you know, uh, Mr. Uh, Mister Etoy, You know, they will all get together and maybe not in the same room, but they'll go to a studio and they'll record... And going to a studio and doing something like that doesn't make a lot of sense right now. But how important is it that we see their face when they're explaining this stuff to us? Couldn't they just do a video without any people in it? Where they take gameplay and they put it together with the voiceover? I think it's possible. But according to this article from VentureBeat, a lot of the people who would be working on this, people in Japan, they don't even have Wi-Fi in their houses. They don't even have a computer at their house because they leave the computer at work and they do their work at work. It's uh, something to do with like the Japanese business culture. And, you know, most people's computers is their phone over there. It's it's not like it is here in the West where we have where everybody's got computers. Well, I say everybody, I don't mean everybody, but many people have computers on their desks, and the that's that I guess is not really the case over there. So all of these cloud tools that people may or may not be using in order to put something like this together, they just don't have at their house at, at their houses. And so I do understand that if that's the case, it makes it really hard to pull something off like a Nintendo Direct. But you know what I would like to see from Nintendo? I would I would still like to see a Nintendo Direct, but I would like to see it just like Google Stadia just did it. Uh, Google Stadia just had a Stadia Connect earlier this week and the, they did it. They had Phil Harrison and um, Aaron... She has two last names. It's like a hyphenated thing. I can never remember her last name. Uh, But they they had a bunch of people. I'm not going to go into everybody that was there. But they had a bunch of people all record from their houses, you know, with phones. The cameras that we have on our phones are pretty impressive. Like really, really impressive. Pretty much no matter what phone you have these days, the cameras that we have that we walk around in our pockets are very, very powerful cameras. And they are... They have the ability to make some fantastic footage. I mean, look at these shot on iPhone commercials. Of course, the shot on iPhone commercials leave out the fact that they also have like a cinema quality lens that's, uh, you know, in a stabilization rig with the phone as well. But I think people would understand and people would say, you know what, Nintendo, it's okay if it's not up to your regular amazing quality. We just want to know what's coming. And I can understand why people would be frustrated by the fact that we're not going to find out what's coming. I can understand why people might be frustrated that Nintendo is going to cancel this video. Again, just a rumor. But don't don't start um, shouting at them, because that's not going to change anything. Anyway, I just thought I would let people know about that. Uh, but guess what? That doesn't mean that there's nothing to be excited about this summer. In fact, there's... There's a lot to be excited about this summer. If you don't know who Jeff Keighley is, uh, he is a Canadian journalist. He also uh, runs the Game Awards, which we we all get together and watch at the end of the year. He is uh, working with, I believe he's working with IGN and a bunch of other companies in order to make something called Summer Game Fest, and he just kind of unveiled it today, It says here at SummerGameFest.com, play the future. And it says between May and August 2020, an industry-wide celebration of video games. And you can click a button to get notified when live, which is very, very cool. So basically what's going to happen is at uh, SummerGameFest.com, and do not type in SummerGamesFest.com because that will show you a picture of like a taco or a burrito or something. It was weird. I'm not sure what it was. Uh, but anyway, Summer Game Fest uh, takes you to this website, and you can sign up to find out more. Uh, and actually, right now, while we are recording this, uh, Jeff Keeley is over on Reddit doing an AMA about it. And if we look at some of the questions that, uh, that he has answered already, uh, like... Was the Summer Game Fest thought up because of COVID nineteen, or were you always planning on hosting this event? Uh, Jeff replied, "COVID nineteen accelerated the plans, but the idea of doing a big global digital interactive festival has always been a dream of mine. We sort of started this last year around the Game Awards festival, and yeah, they did last year during the Game Awards. We could like download these games on Steam that they were showing off and try them out, which is re- which was really cool." Uh, The second question, will Nintendo be there? Jeff says, Nintendo is always welcome. So right now, Nintendo has not committed to do this yet. Uh, Hopefully they do. I think that that would be awesome. Um, And then it says, you've shared an image which shows all of the partners who will be participating in the Summer Games Fest. What exactly does Phase 1 mean? So he said, like there was a picture, it said Phase 1, and then it had a whole list of different partners like Square Enix and... Uh, PlayStation, etc. Uh, and uh, that was phase one. And then they said, are there going to be more phases over the summer? And Jeff says there will be more phases of partner announcements to come. So here's the thing that, that I'm excited about for Summer Game Fest. And that is the idea that it's not just those four days. Because E3, in at the end of June is 4 days of just announcement after announcement after announcement after announcement and it's it there's just too much there really is too much so what they're doing instead with the summer games fest is spreading that information out between May and August which I think is really cool because now if all of these partners you know the phase 1 partners are communicating with a, a, and I've talked about this on the show before, communicating with a central figure, i.e. Jeff Keeley and the team at Summer Game Fest, then they can avoid putting two announcements at the same time, right? Which is great because then people don't have to choose between which piece of uh, information they're more interested in. And I think that that would be really good. And then spreading it out over a longer time, that means that nobody's going to get buried under the announcement of a price for the PS5 or the Xbox Series X. And I think that that's also really good. So I think that the, at the end of the day, this this I'm more excited for this idea, if it turns out to be what I'm imagining it is. I would be more excited for Summer Games Fest, or Game Fest, because I keep saying games. Um, I'm more excited for SGF, than I am for E3. Of course, E3 is canceled, so I'd kind of have to be, wouldn't I? So that's the new Super Nintendo Entertainment System. What about it? They say it has 16-bit technology, whatever that means. Oh, I see. What else do they say? That it has 3D graphics and digital stereo sound, and that Super Mario World is included. Okay, okay, we'll get it for them. You know what kind of drives me crazy? The fact that, let's say I'm playing Mario Kart 8 Deluxe. Fantastic game. I would say the best Mario Kart game ever. I would say that they should just rename it Mario Kart Ultimate because I love that game. It's awesome. It's been a while since I've played it, but it's a really, really good game. And you know what would make it even better is if you could invite a friend to play with you. Let me give you an example. Let's say that I want to play a a, a a race of Mario Kart Eight Deluxe with you, and I'm playing Mario Kart already, and you you message me and you're like, "Okay, I'm online." There's no way for me to invite you to the game. What I have to do instead is I have to make a room. And then I have to tell you that I've made a room. And then you have to go into multiplayer and search for rooms that are available that have your friends in them. And then you have to join that room and then we can race. Wouldn't it be better if the Switch had the ability for you to simply use an invite button from Mario Kart 8 Deluxe and it brought up your friends list? And then you could just pick the friend that you wanted to... like, And, and just 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 showed the people that were online. <clears throat> and then you picked from that list who you wanted to invite. You send the invite. They get the invite. And then they join your game. Would Wouldn't that improve your experience playing that? Wouldn't that make the Switch even better than it already is? I've got news for you. It already does that. It doesn't do that in any Nintendo games for some reason but Streets of Rage 4 did it. Streets of Rage 4, which just came out, makes use of the Nintendo Switch online friend invites. And I think, well, look, I'm not going to say that you can't do it with any Nintendo games, but I'll say I don't think I've ever used it in any Nintendo games. And I think that it's ridiculous that you can't do that in most games, honestly, I'm gonna say it's ridiculous that it's not just built into every single game that has online play on the Nintendo Switch. Like, that is crazy to me. So, you're playing Streets of Rage 4, which I think I wanna buy. I was watching a friend of mine, um, Joe After Work, that's J O After Work on Twitch. I was ha- watching him yesterday. He was playing Streets of Rage 4, and I was like, man, I think I'm going to buy this because it looks awesome. But you're playing the game, and you just press Y to invite a friend, right? And then it pops up. Who do you want to invite? Well, I'm going to invite my friend Ryan. And suddenly the invite is sent, and now you and your friend are playing a game together. No room had to be made. No hoops had to be jumped through. It's just as easy as pie. Nintendo, you already have this feature. It's built in to the Nintendo Switch. Why are none of your games taking advantage of this? This is just crazy to me. You know, I thought I was done with that topic, but I'm not. There's more for me to say. I don't know if you're aware, Nintendo, but you have, on a lot of people's phones, the Nintendo Switch online app. Ah, you know what you could do? You could send game invites to people's phones, right? You could do a game invite and then do a push notification on my phone that says, hey, your buddy Craig wants to play, I don't know, uh, Smash Brothers with you. Oh, look at that. I'm going to tap on that notification and accept, and then send him a quick message from my phone. I'm moving my, my my thumbs around the phone and saying, I'll be right there. Let me go grab my Switch. Send. Or even have pre-populated messages like, let me grab my Switch. I'm busy right now. Um, it's time to do handstands. Whatever it is. Like, we have the Nintendo Switch Online app. The Nintendo Switch has the ability to invite friends built in. We can make this amazing Nintendo, you gotta listen to me. Okay, again, I thought I was all done talking about that, but I'm not. I just sent out a tweet asking what you guys thought of this. Uh, I'm at RunJumpStomp on Twitter. Please respond to that, and I will talk about it on the show for Saturday. Okay, I've got like three quick things to talk about before we get out of here today. The first is that people have been asking... For the next Mother game for, God, I don't even know how long. It's like decades. Honestly, it's been a really, really long time. Now, if you are not familiar with the Mother series, it started with Mother. And then the sequel to that was called Mother 2, I believe. And that came over to the United States as Earthbound. And I'm, I'm sure that many more people are familiar with the game Earthbound than they are with with Mother. Because Mother was only in Japan. I, was it, I don't know if it was in Europe, but it was definitely not here in the States. And then there was another game in the series called Mother 3, and that never made it over here. And people have been asking Nintendo to port that game for a very, very, very long time. Now, Mr. Itoi, Mr. Uh, uh, Shigesato Itoi, Uh, He's got a company, and they made an announcement about Mother. Now, don't get super excited. This does not mean that we're getting Mother 3, all right? What it does mean is that we're getting a book and other news before the end of 2020. Now, this is coming to us from Nintendo Life, and it's all in Japanese, so I can't read it or anything. Uh, But here's what um, the translators over at JapaneseNintendo.com have told us. Uh, Basically, it says, although the series creator uh, Shigesato Itoi has said he's not particularly interested in making a fourth entry, his company, uh, Habanichi Shinbun, has now launched the Habanichi Mother Project, which is said to include various contents and goods from the Mother series. Um, So here's what, first off, it says that the Mother book will be translated into all languages that's a pretty hefty promise. My guess is that they mean more languages than just Japanese. Uh, they say it's scheduled to arrive before the end of the year, and it will apparently contain the scripts of Mother 1 through 3. According to Femitsu, Habanichi Shinbun has also launched a teaser website, which includes an email sign-up, and above is a one-minute introduction to the product uh, project, which again is in Japanese. Uh, It says, lastly, as noted by the translator and Twitter user uh, Clyde Mandolin, the video game teases other news before the end of the year related to Mother. So everybody, of course, jumps up and says immediately, "Okay, we're going to get Mother 3 translated and ported, probably on the Nintendo Switch, and we'll finally be able to play it over here. Uh, We have had the original Mother brought over and it was brought over here on the Wii U as Earthbound Beginnings, um, which was the it's the prequel to Earthbound. And I I don't know why they changed the name, but whatever. I, for one, am excited for this, not because I'm a huge Earthbound fan. I'm not like against Earthbound or anything, but I never got into it. I've heard nothing but good things about it. I have a fantastic episode of 143 Pixels uh, with my buddy Chris Wisdom, where he and I talked about this game at length and why he loved it so much. So make sure you check that out over at, um, uh, let's see, anchor.fm slash 143, the number 143. All right. Uh, anyway, uh, if you are a huge Earthbound fan, are you going to be picking this up? Are you interested in Mother 3? Or do you feel like the ship has sailed and it's just been too long? Let me know. Good times. All right, the last two stories for today are going to be lightning round stories because I don't have a ton of uh, opinion about them. The first is Abs versus the Blood Queen. If you don't know what this is, it is based on Killer Queen. Killer Queen is this awesome... Eight-player, uh eight player 4v4, um, side-scrolling, arcade, uh, competitive eSport game. It's crazy. It started out in arcades as the only eight-player arcade game. And now it's on Nintendo Switch and other platforms. It's really, really awesome. If you haven't picked it up, um, pick it up, join the Discord, find a team, and uh, play. It's a really, really great game. Uh, RunJumpStomp.com slash Discord. Well, the uh, c- the company that makes uh, Killer Queen Black, which is the game that I was just talking about, they're making a spooky, this is what they call it, a spooky 2D side-scrolling adventure set in the Killer Queen universe. And it looks really awesome. It feels like what they're doing is they're reusing assets from the game in order to turn it into a different kind of game. Now, what I feel like... Oh, I guess it's 10 players, not not eight players. Sorry, I, I remembered wrong. Uh, but what I feel like this is, is you are running away from a horde of enemies that are chasing you. So you are like this little dude and you're running across the screen. And you've got this huge horde of enemies that are trying to chase you down and kill you. And you have to, it looks like, pick up these fireflies you can also pick up a berry and then go to uh, like the, this. This happens in the game, too. You go into like this little machine with a berry and it turns you into a soldier instead of like the the weaker guys. It looks really cool. And I'm interested in trying it out. That being said, the thing that I like so much about Killer Queen Black is how uh, crazy moment to moment gameplay things that happen when you are doing multiplayer and so I don't know that this will in my opinion translate all that well to a single player game but you know I'm willing to give them the benefit of the doubt. Now this is a uh, a Kickstarter and it's it's got a pl- uh, a pledge goal of 33,000. It came out I think this came out today or the day before and there's there's only 219 backers but it's already at 23,369, so I don't think that there's any chance of this not hitting its goal. It's already 71% to its goal. Um, I'm not going to go through all of the rewards that you would get by donating or um, pledging at different levels or whatever. I don't pledge to Kickstarters. I don't trust Kickstarter. Well, that's not true. It's not that I don't trust Kickstarter. I've seen too many stories about games that were Posted on Kickstarter, they hit their goal, and then the games never came out. Now, do I think that the the company behind Killer Queen Black is going to do that with Abs versus the 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 Blood Queen? No, I'm sure that they will. Um, they'll fulfill their promise because you know they've got a pretty good name in the industry right now, and they wouldn't want to mess it up. I feel like a lot of the other people who um, or companies who have run into issues on Kickstarter, have run into issues probably not out of malice, but out of inexperience and not knowing what the hell that they were up to. Uh, I think it's pretty safe to say that uh, the the Killer Queen devs, they know what they're doing. So I anticipate that this is going to happen and it's going to go off without a hitch. But I'll personally just wait until it happens and I'll buy it after the fact. And I'm sure that I'll have fun with it. All right, last story of the day is the Wonderful 101 Remastered Physical Edition has been delayed until June 30th in North America, July 3rd in Europe. The digital editions, however, will go out as planned, but the physical editions have been delayed. So if you were super excited about the Wonderful 101 coming to Nintendo Switch or wherever you ended up buying it, I think it's on other platforms as well like PlayStation and Steam. Um you know, now you're going to have to wait, but, or not, obviously you won't have to wait for Steam, but if you are, we're waiting for the physical version, uh, you can get it on May 22nd, that's later this month, and uh, there you go. Uh, Real quick, before we get out of here, I just want to mention that there's a bunch of new changes coming to Animal Crossing, and I, I haven't decided if I'm going to yet, but I think I may put out like a bonus episode going over those changes, because I know that there's a lot of people out there that love Animal Crossing, and, I don't want, if if it's not a an episode that you want to listen to because it's a bunch of Animal Crossing stuff, then just skip that episode. But I can still put that out. And then finally, I am toying with the idea of taking my, my Run Jump Stomp RSS feed and making that like a super RSS feed. Right now, it's an RSS feed where I just post things when I don't really have a schedule for it. And I'm just like, I kind of want to talk about this. And I post it and send it out. Well, what I was thinking about doing is I have a lot of people who listen to multiple shows of mine. And what I thought I might do is I would take the Run, Jump, Stomp podcast feed, the RSS feed where you subscribe, and I would put 143 pixels on there. 143 pixels would still be on its own feed, but it would also be on this feed not this feed, but the run, jump, stomp feed. And then it would, you know, I would also put Nintendo Switchcraft on the run, jump, stomp feed. I would also put Stadia cast on the run, jump, stomp feed. I would take all of my shows and put them on the run, jump, stomp feed as like a super feed. And uh, if that's something you're interested in, let me know if that's something that you hate the idea of, then why just don't subscribe to it? But if I get enough people that are interested in it, let me know. Now, you might think, well, Bill, if you do that, are you still going to do these weird one-off episodes of Run, Jump, Stomp? Uh, yeah, I will, because sometimes there's things that don't fit on my other shows that I want to talk about. And so that'll still happen. Anyway, thank you for, guys for listening. Let's uh, let's do the outro to the show. Uh, become a part of the community over at our Discord channel. Watch the show live over at our Twitch channel. Uh, follow me on Twitter at Run, Jump, Stomp. This show is part of the Giant Size Team Up Network. Check out the other shows on the network at gstu.net. And then finally, uh, thank you to uh, Noteblock for letting me use the music that you're hearing right about now. It is Corneria Star Fox Remix. And thank you all for listening to this show. I'll see you guys around. Bye-bye.